Hi, I'm Nigel the Shanghai Psychic. I can tune into your loved ones in the spirit world, but I can also tune into you, tell you about your path and the choices that you need to make and need to know. I'm currently giving 30% discount on all Tell Craig Your Story listeners. Just use the code Tell Craig Your Story for 30% off your first psychic reading with me online at Nigel the Shanghai Psychic. Hello, my name is Joshua Pemberton. I am one half of the criminally underrated band Full Throttle and you are listening to Tell Craig Your Story, the podcast on Podbean and YouTube. Good. How are you? It's warm. I'm doing well. It's very warm. It's very warm. The got the aircon on. We've got our drinks. Yes. Or so we're a couple of days away from one of the biggest for full throttle anyway. It's the biggest, biggest thing I've ever done. Biggest show that we've done. Oh. And it's been a couple of months coming. About two years in the making. Do you get nervous? Always. I always get nervous before any show. I find my theory is. There's a difference between getting nervous for something you really enjoy and then being struck with fear as something that maybe you're not sure about. With any show, I get nervous. Whenever it's a cover show, whether it's an original show, whether it's something where I'm an open mic or something, I get nervous. I get these butterfly sensations around my stomach. But that just, to me, means that it's because I care about what I do mm. and I want the show to be good. So if you see me on Saturday in loafers pacing around like a madman assume it's because I'm I'm looking forward to it yeah I'll be course. nervous when we do sound show I mean how can you not how can you not be it's like this is something that we've wanted to do for two years yeah it's been two years in the making we keep saying we're gonna do I it I know it just it was all talk talk and you get and you find yourself you get to a point where it's it was all talk it was all talk you get to a point where it's like is there any point is the talking gonna stop are we gonna actually do it and I feel like I mean, I think most people know like the backstory that you, right, you and I... The, the whole... For those of you who don't know, Full Throttle was a project that came out the ashes of a previous band Craig and I were in. People went off for, due to COVID and whatnot. I did some stuff here. Craig came back. And then 
we were we, we were the old band name for maybe one or two shows mm. and then the moment we got asked to play at a bar called Abbey Road, we changed the name. And I feel like since that name change, it was the sort of because the previous band, as great as it was to be in, that was founded by other people. Whereas I feel with this one, we can take ownership of it because it's it's ours. It's our it's our little baby. It's our kicking and screaming baby. It's it's easy to say that now, but like it just didn't seem to be going well. I mean, the, those no. guys were just keen to just like go in there and have a jam, have a few beers, and then nice just guys though. Go away. Let's yeah. let's let's work on some new covers next time yeah. we go in. In terms of playing a gig, doing recordings, that was just not in their no. sort of thing. So I feel it was a good band because I think to me that was my first. That's my first proper 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 band. Mm. So I, I I owe them a debt of gratitude. You got to start from somewhere. Exactly, I owe them a debt of gratitude. But I feel like as the years have gone on, it's like I'm in a much better place to take this a lot more seriously mm. now, and that's what we've done. But while still, you know, keeping the fun aspect of it. Definitely. So, Saturday. Yes. Let's plug it straight away. Let's do it. Saturday, 7pm, Loafers, which to oh. anyone is in Shanghai is near Middle Longhua Road train station. It is in a mall on the basement floor. Mm. It is a live house next to a rather agreeable burger restaurant, may I just say. Yeah. Shout out to Baps. They're great. And uh, Grant said that upstairs they went to like a French restaurant. So, there's like... Japanese, Indian. 7pm is when the doors doors will open. 7.30 is when, I believe, the band Clams Getaway will play. 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock is when they play, okay. And then uh, about 8.45, 8.50, it's um, Loose Booty. When we say band called Loose Booty, what we mean is a small army (laughs) will descend to the stage. Then afterwards, it's another Chinese band called Receiver. And then, these guys get like 40 minutes each and then the rest of the evening is ours. Yeah, so the plan is to, to for us to go on around 10.30. That's the plan. So, and there's no, um, I've been asked already if, if we've got like, when we're going to finish, let's just see how we go. Yeah, like, um, we've as got, far as I'm aware, there's no real limit per se. We can play a three hour set of covers and we can, we can play like, Maybe 90 minutes of, of our own material we as well. We so, um, We've got plenty of material. We're just going to pick the best songs that I think are going to uh, suit the night. We play some originals that yeah. are off the EP. Obviously, we're playing the EP. And pre-sale is also... Pre-sale is live. Yeah. If you pay 40 quai, you get a free t-shirt. However, these t-shirts are limited to 50 because yes. that's all we ordered so far. However, if there's demand for more, we can get more. I'm looking forward. I've seen a mock-up design of like what the font would look like. Looks pretty dope. I'm looking forward to it. We might have to get some more black. <laughs> we have to get some more black. Yes. Because uh, I've had we've had a few requests. So yeah, get down there. It's going to be a good night. Like uh, we've worked really hard, both of us. To you know, might might not seem like it, but like posters, the recording, Four the hours jam spending, sessions. Yeah how much it costs to... The gigs know, that we have to do as well. It's all coming out of our pockets. Like, we're not we're not signed, so all the promotion and, and uh, T-shirts... But if you are in charge of a record label and want to sign us, wink, wink, no judge. But that's the whole thing about it. It's all the love. It's love. It's yeah. like, this is like uh, what we want to do and 
uh, were really passionate about playing uh, music and making, having a good night, like covers and yeah. originals. I was saying to you on Sunday, because we, we played an Independence Day set at mm. a barbecue on Sunday. Who better to play a, a, an Independence Day set than uh, a Brit and an Australian? And I was saying to you, like, could you think of anything you'd rather be doing on a Sunday? Because honestly, I can't. Because that's just... Fun. And it was interesting. My friends turned up to watch me play. I never even got to talk to them. They were two, two bars or two restaurants yeah. away. And they could still hear us, but they couldn't get a seat. Yes. <laughs> oh, it was mental. Yeah, to was be fair, awesome. that's because the barbecue price was extremely cheap. Mm. So shout out to the Smokehouse and mm. Monsanto and Grant, as always. Who oh, Papa G. That he's boy, always that been man. Like, so ever since the first time I met him, he took gave me the tour. And, you know, so it's a big shout out to Grant. He, he's been such a great support for the band. Thank you, Grant. Giving us, uh, you know, shows, cover shows. And um, actually coming to watch us play, like... He's going to try. He's going to try and make it. Inverted commas. He's going to try. try. Mate. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's got a, a show that he has on nearly every day. So he does. It's very difficult. And if you ever go to the out. Pearl, make sure the Red Stars are playing because those guys are out. Red Stars. When I come back in November, 2020, uh, yeah. I was pretty much all I, I was really thinking about, besides the job, I called you up. We jammed the next night. We did. And then we played two nights later. We did. So... That tells you, sort of tells everybody how committed I was oh, and yes. keen to just get back into it. And, just and, play. I, and I told the band that I was previously in, like, as soon as my drummer comes back, I'm going to be balancing two projects because I have been waiting for him to return. And then it just got to a point where it was like, this is a lot more fun than what I'm currently doing. I still remember your voice message that you sent me when I, uh, when I said, like, do you fancy doing a show? We've got a show on this day, about two or so days after yeah, going, and, you, and you were like, "Come on, yeah, come on." When you've been when you've been in quarantine for two weeks oh. doing nothing, yeah, you're pretty keen to get out and just do pretty things. much. So yeah, we we started off. We we started playing shows straight away, doing the the YYT and and whatnot. We started getting the Abbey Road shows. Thank you, Rebecca. Uh, and then Grant started giving yep. us some uh, cover shows. Uh, we started writing all new material, which come very, very quick. It did. Sorry to interrupt, but in our last um, like in our last project, I think in the th- two or so years in that group, we had three original songs. And in the ten days that Craig came back, we had ten. It was it, yeah, was it was insane. It was very quick. And even though it was some stuff that I had knocking around, it was like, as you can see, I am armed. Craig is also armed with things as well. Mm-hmm. We've got a foundation there to work on some stuff. Yeah. And it was really fun just to get back into it and play. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't all through the eight months quarantine in Australia, no no music, no yeah. live. I didn't see any concerts. So oh. it was just uh, just work. It just goes to show that uh, if you don't have live music or a, a musical outlet in your life, life can be pretty boring. And it's a huge part of both of our lives. Oh, so, yeah. You know, 
to take it away is, you know, it's like, you may as well throw me in jail. <laughs> you might as well. After the EP launch, I think we have like six gigs in two weeks. We do. Oh, God. Something yeah, we like do. that. So really thank you to all the bands out there for the last couple of weeks. Um, I've seen some amazing new bands. I got my favourites. I will definitely be getting on that because networking is very, very important, <coughs> especially in a, in the Shanghai scene of which it's just exploded in the last few months. There's a show on every night, mm. pretty much. Yeah. You got you got Lothers, two OITs, C's. C's does live music C's. now. That's C's. Yeah. And then you've got My Place, you've Jam got, sessions, you've got yeah. little little bars opening up, so it's great. Mm. You, you can just flip a coin, and like, and it sucks because the last weekend, Chimera Cult and Carbon was playing. Yeah. I picked Carbon because the last time I went, yeah, uh, I saw Chimera Cult and uh, Trash Panda played, so... Yeah. It's damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, so, and I've um, got a bunch of friends in different bands that I really should go and see more because they come and see me, so it would be nice to return the favour. Speaking of that, after the show, uh, we're going to head to uh, Inferno. Yes, because uh, I've never been. Jason, uh, who we who I interviewed on the podcast a couple of months ago. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, the Inferno Bar plays in one of my favourite bands the Shanghai Camera Cult gave uh, our um, band the greatest description ever yeah after the show if you're still keen uh, we're going to head back to Inferno to um, have a few drinks and uh, talk about the EP and yeah. celebrate I think yeah, yeah. celebrate yeah because it's like the hard work is done so let's let's talk about why we're here we have our EP launch coming out the album this, next year this Saturday 7, 7 p.m. on Saturday. Doors open. On Bandcamp. Yes. It'll, it'll be released. We recorded six songs we, we decided to record in the end. Yeah, and we did it all in one evening. With the plan to record some, the, the other songs. We've got another so, EP lined up yeah. later on in the yeah. year. So we're going to do one in a couple of months' time. So um, with some newer tracks, um, it's going to be... It's great because... Don't want to spoil anything, but uh, I'm going to be playing some guitar yeah, on some songs. We're going to swap instruments. I just think it brings another dynamic to the band, which is going to be a lot of fun. To be fair, the two songs that we've worked on with you on guitar are mental in the and best way possible. It's going to be first time at the EP launch. Yes. May as well say it. We may as well say oh, it. Oh, yeah, it no, we're going to play it at the EP launch. Absolutely. Yeah, we're going we to, to play it. I've told a couple of people anyway. So nice. It's the podcast, man. I'm excited for Instrument Swap. So what are the two What are the two songs? The two songs are Simple Rock and Roll, which is inspired by a riff that Craig would not shut up about. Like, mm. oh, yeah, I've got this riff, and it goes like... And the way he described it with his voice was a lot different to what I heard on guitar. Because when I heard it on guitar, I just went, oh, that's amazing. I'm ready for this. And then we've got another one called Just Bring It, which is a song where I'm pretty sure the lyrics I make up on the spot. It's what the fans want. It is what the fans want. It was April 19th. Uh, we did the recording at uh, Blue Kangaroo in Shanghai. It was great. Thank you. Uh, 19th of April. So why... So tell us then, why, why has it taken so long to do an EP launch? 
Why is it taking us so long to do an EP launch? Well, the, we, we obviously, it was produced by somebody and we and he is also a very, very busy man. Shout out mm-hmm. to Jack from Carbon and Josh Panda. Uh, he had to get it all mixed and mastered and whatnot. But mostly the reason why it's taken so long is we had a date locked in in June and I'm going to say we collectively, although it's probably more me, uh, didn't realise how much we needed to do to get a show off the ground and whatnot. And also, we were planning on doing it at a time when it was Dragon Boat Festival, yeah. and people are usually away for the weekend and whatnot. So it was very hard getting bands, and so we had to push it back. That That's why. We, it would have been a month or so ago. But mm. if anything, I think the timing of it now is a lot better. We've got, yeah. It gave us more time. Once, once we were told what we needed to do, it gave us more time to actually... Yeah. There's a whole process um, and everything. And the four bands that we've got on the bill, like um, Clans Getaway, um, they've been good. playing around for a while. They've got a Radiohead style. Uh, Loose Booty I've seen twice now. I'm looking forward to seeing Loose Booty. And they're just... Yeah, I, like, I saw them at Seas Bar and they had three trumpeter, trumpet players where Jack was. They had two people in front of the mixer and then the rest of the band were like... You know, so it was just like this wall of sound. They're gonna like, be, like, they're gonna be on the stage at Loafers going, "We've got space." Yeah, they're really cool. They got a real uh, bluesy jazz funk sort of uh, vibe, and then we've got Receiver, uh, who I haven't seen yet, but I've we've heard them. Yeah, I've heard good things from uh, the guys from the Vigilantes. Heard their demos, and I've seen some live performances and. They remind me of the Australian band, The Baby Animals. And that's a big rap because they're one of my favourite bands from Australia. But uh, I've never heard of them. Oh, you I'll have to get you on it. They're just a flat-out rock band. Just a rock band that, that goes hard. So, yep, it's going to be cool. They're the best kind. The first track from the Full Throttle EP is Full Throttle. Self-titled, first track. Banger absolute banger tell us about how the idea for the song came yeah. the idea for full throttle came when craig and i were having dinner one evening waggers in, in waggers yes i don't know i think we had a show. a show yeah we had a show that evening at wawati park at wawati park and i think we were just having a discussion of how like you know we really like, craig usually the instigator for some of these little ideas a couple of the songs on this EP usually when Craig's has uh, a brainwave and on this occasion he was going you know we really need a song that sort of bust all sort of stadium rock style and it should be called Full Throttle and so whilst he was saying fireworks fireworks the drum comes out on the yeah I rise up from the platform on a guitar and so when he said that I started writing some lyrics down thinking that these are just like a bassist they weren't really They'll probably change as we go on. I went home and came up with a riff on my guitar. And literally, that's all I had. I had some lyrics and I had a riff. And then everything else came together. It's one of the few times where I come in with a song that's not even fully finished. And we just jammed it out. Mm. And it's actually a really good way of working that I would like to do again. But you were coming up with the lyrics while we were having dinner. Yes, I was. That's what I do sometimes. Once Once my brain is on starts working it's very difficult to stop yeah. so it's just a full rock 
rock song. You, you pick ideas from some of your favorite bands. So uh, this song, I just think for me, uh, from the drum side, it got a very uh, Velvet Revolver. Yeah, there is a, there's vibe. a sliver vibe to it, isn't yes. there? Yes, uh, just playing playing to the playing to the music. So that that's the sort of vibe that I got. And very Lazaricky. Yeah. Oh, you can definitely tell there's the there's the Lars influence in that. Anyway, yeah, full throttle. Goes over four minutes. Some 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 great uh, evil laughter from me. Evil <laughs> laughter. I did that on the spot. I just I got a comment, and it's got a very sort of uh, Ramones Black Sabbath raw raw yeah vibe I'd... vibe to this one. I'd go for where that. where the guitars are like in your face, and it's like alive. But that's what we're going for, right? Like, yeah. We, we kept telling. We had a few prom- um, sort of producers that we talked to and they were saying, oh, you use electronic drum kits, you can cut and paste. With- oh, oh yeah. yeah. And, and it's like, no. We, and then we, it'd be like, we, it would cost you this much to do. Like, you yeah. know, no, it's not worth it. And that's the vibe I think we've got. And it's good. The next EP may have a sort of different vibe, but that live thing is what I would definitely like to yeah, do. Yeah, of course. Like, you know, you want people to come on you want people to listen to it and then come to the show yes exactly that's exactly what you want to do we're, Solid. we're starting with it and it's not going to be any secret that we'll probably start with it on that, Saturday night but uh, that's our opener and until we write a better song to full throttle part two <laughs> uh, that, that'll that'll stick it's, it's yeah. a great opener so full throttle here it is check it out enjoy
surprise is track number two but actually on reflection you really should start off with a couple of solid bangers so it's it's a good one to add next i wrote that song last year that song is very much me and it's my girlfriend described it as a proper fuck you anthem which is exactly what it is i wrote it in the midst of when shanghai was in lockdown which seems a millennium ago because it really didn't last that long over here. Um, I wrote it during the midst of that. I had this idea. I came up with... I think I came up... How I usually write songs is... I'll have a tune in my head. And I'll write the lyrics down first. As best as I can. If I can remember them. Because I'll sing it to myself. And then... Uh, I will then get on the guitar. And then start the hard part of... You know... Putting music to it. But once I figured out what chords to use... It came very very simply it was hard at first to try and find the right music to put to it i knew i knew the sound i wanted but it was just getting that sound because obviously whatever whatever you think in your head uh sounds a lot different when it comes out in real life but once once my brain and what i was playing on guitar were in sync uh everything was fine it technically was going to see the light of day last year because uh, Jack helped me produce an EP because during this crazy time we were having, I went in to record a four-track EP, which no one has ever heard, apart and from I, a select few people. And I'll stop you there. One of my one of my friends here in Shanghai, she actually knew the song word for word. Uh, she said she saw you play at all the open mic nights. Oh, yeah. You used to play it all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. And she's like... Reality, yeah, such a bit. She yeah. knew the, the, the verse. It's um, it's a song that it's it's the second, it's the third oldest song on this EP. And you'll wonder what you'll wonder what the other two are in a bit. You'll know one of them, which one's the oldest one. But 
it's just one of those that I wrote it and I just thought like I'll probably play it a couple of times. I'll probably it'll probably never see the light of day again. I've not released this EP. It's probably done and dusted. And then I bought it in to practice one day. Uh, I think I'd I think I'd sent it to you prior to that. And Craig was like, "That reality is a bitch. I love it. We should do it." And then just something as simple as the drum beats that go dun dun. That was it then. I thought, oh, this could actually be something really good. Um, the fact that I'm getting to a point where certain people know the words, the things that I write, it's, it's, it's a good one. There's a. I heard how you play. You played it with a demo. Yeah. But it doesn't sound like that anymore. No, it doesn't. It sounds with, heavier. With the drums and all that, uh, I just got the the um, just listening to it, and then again with the feel, as it was just. It reminded me of like a, a a modern Green Day song, so yeah. that's that's the drums that I went with, and with the toms and the the kick at the start, yeah, that's what I did. So I think it complements. It tell you the moment that that was introduced into the song, mm. it worked, and that's that's it now. Now when now whenever you start hitting that. Uh, the kick drum and then the toms afterwards is oh yes things the party's about to happen however yeah one that is definitely worthy of a EP one that's definitely going to be in a set list for a very very long time yeah it is it's a it's a, it's a good one and hopefully in your hearts as well yes it's our longest song on the EP as well is it really just because of the kick drum at the start I oh think. how long is it it's got you saying um, that'd be great, great. <laughs> So, I like that though. Mm. I like there's too many albums where it's just sort of overproduced, overproduced and start like I like ones where they record like bits of talking like stuff like that and a one, two, three, and I like to keep that because I feel like you 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 learn a lot about a band just by those little mm. those little moments. I love it. So number two is reality is a bitch because sometimes reality can be a bitch uh, if it makes you dance and sweat. I've done my job. So enjoy. That'd be great. Without you, I never need 
stranger things I'm pretty sure the come down will be the sting Because it came to me in a dream I was surrounded by Billy's bleed My imagination is my fuel and it's done okay There's quite a story to this one, actually. Go there's for quite it. a story to this one. Right, first so this, of all... this is older than a reality and Full Throttle, right? This is older... Part of it's almost older than the last track on the EP. That's all right. So the title H&R stands for Horniness and Rage. And a shout out to my friend Ruth. Is she coming on Saturday? I don't know. I think she's working, but I will message her and be she like, better, Ruth, come! She better take a day off. You, be, off. you better turn. She works. She'll be free in the evening anyway. Come on, Ruth. Come Ruth. On. You've been one of the, our, our most loyal supporters. Turn man. up. Turn up to a song that you inspired. We were having a conversation and whatnot, and such as, such as Ruth was on about some thing or another, and then she just came up with the phrase horniness and rage. And I was like, that's a title right there. And I started trying to write something called Horniness and Rage. And then it just wasn't really working out. Um, including a particular chorus <laughs> that a certain someone sat opposite me came up. So 
That's how the title was formed. That came from a conversation with a friend of mine and me just deciding to call it H&R for family reasons. Because, you know, we want the kiddies to rock out as well. How the chorus came about, in which the chorus goes as following, throw the leg over, throw the leg under. Would you like to explain that? Would you like to take the centre stage on that one? Yeah, well, my, one of my first jobs was a, as a storeman and there were some pretty interesting characters in, in this line of work. They would come up with really old school slang, Australian slang. When you hear it every day, you start sort of... But, but, but one, but one, one of the times uh, the guy uh, came out... Um, came in to work and just said, you know what, and I threw the leg over last night and I was over the missus and that was, that was fantastic. And I was like, I've never heard that before, but, but, that, oh, but I'm going to use that. Yeah. That is awesome. Obviously coming to Shanghai, uh, there's not a lot of people over here that are used to that Australian no. slang. So Indeed, I was one of them. Yeah, so asking Josh whether he's throwing the leg over on the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Did you throw the leg over? What the? Okay. You can sort of put two and two together, but... Yeah, it didn't take me long. Yeah, so that's where... We we go to uh, the Tipsy Fiddler after jams and... We've got like a, a notebook full of all... There's a list on, on my phone items. somewhere of some dodgy titles. Oh, yeah. God. So anything we sort of come up with. But, you know, look at all the bands like like ACDC, for example. Like yeah. their titles. I mean, listening to people like, you know, that's a good song title. Yeah. That's a good song title. Well, I don't like that. Yeah. I didn't... I'd never would have thought that Throw the Leg Over would be a, a you know... A, a chorus to one of our songs. But it's just the fact he kept saying, he kept saying like, throw the leg over, which now leads on to the third story. Now, Reality was a song written last year. The final track on the EP is uh, about two or so years old. The main rhythm, music-wise, for H&R, just the rhythm alone, and how the lyrics are sung, is about ten years old. It had that sort of... I think I'd been listening to too much Daft Punk. And so when I went to write this H&R song, I was like, this version in my head's not working. And then I remembered, hold on a second. I've got something from a few years back. Maybe this will fit. Played through it and then it was, this works. All I now need to do now is come up with a a new uh, thing for the chorus. This one took a little while to put together. It did. but But once we did get it together there's a lot going on you time don't think... changes like time changes and just trying to remember when to come in and mm. then we stopped and then let's start again okay <laughs> we're gonna stop no let's do it one more time oh, this is awesome there's a middle section that leads to the guitar solo where i just wanted it to be the strum of a chord and then some pounding drums a number of times during a gig where craig would just hit the cymbals to say the song's done like no craig there's still another two choruses yeah to go like oh yeah I'll just go like dun, dun. Just go along with it. No one else knew. Only we know. There's a certain swagger I certainly get from starting the song off with me. It requires some serious um, guitar skank face. We recorded at a jam and uh, after a couple of weeks of practice. And yeah. then I've actually got that somewhere. And uh, we both like, I don't yeah. know, just 
fist pump. The fist pump and like yeah, that that sounds. We do cool. that during shows as well, which I like. That's cool. Yeah. It does make you want to put your head back and forth like yeah, a chicken. Yeah, it's like toe tapping sort of. There thing. you go. That's the kind of vibe I wanted. Yeah. Track number three, H and R. your fever and I don't know what to do cause I'm a believer in the chaos within you and I only wish that you would feel the same too you got an infection and it's killing you and I'm your medicine to stop the madness from breaking through when life gets you down you know I could spin this around As I fall down I throw the leg over Throw the leg under Throw the leg over And see where I go Throw the leg over Throw the leg under Throw the leg over And see where I go But I swim in your eyes as I wander I'm finding a way to surprise But you are so difficult to read You're always such a tease You've got an addiction And I'm willing to engage in your sordid games Of horniness and rage When life breaks the seams you know Practicing with Craig, it's fast, 
fascinating to watch. I like to close my eyes when I'm in the groove. When yeah. I, when, I re- when I'm really feeling it. Yeah. So I just I just close my eyes and just you know just I've got the song in my head and just I'm just feeling the vibe. It's a good vibe to have. So number four. Yeah. Also controversial. <laughs> oh yes. Sticking to like a world pandemic. Yeah. We're still currently in. Yes, we are. Two years later, I fear it. Uh, I feel it's a little appropriate that we. Someone writes a song about this, but but I don't think anyone talk about this because it's not really. It's not like a you know. It's not a no. It's not. Whereas most political, it's not really that political. Whereas most bands have written songs about quarantine and that, like the loneliness you feel during quarantine, or like the boredom and that. I decided to think of quarantine as being like a male or a female, and you are in cap by this but you are in love with this person and yet they could potentially kill you or you know they go around with other men and women because you know viruses spread and things like that originally the idea of covered in covid was i was going to attempt to write a thrash metal song because i thought a title like covered in covid needs to be a thrash metal song and then a few days later i changed my mind because i had um there's a song by a woman called carla thomas called uh, Baby, like B-A-B-Y. Um, that's how it's uh, written. But at the start of that Baby song, there's a bass line that's there going, boom, 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 boom. And I liked that sort of idea, so I tried doing a similar thing on uh, guitar. And originally, this song was actually going to go to um, uh, another band I was in called The Jelly Spoons. But then I brought it into practice with Craig, uh, one day and we decided nah to be honest this works so it went from potentially being a thrash metal song to being a uh, very garage garage rock meets Fotown Mo- Fotown? Garage rock meets Motown again credit to Mr. Maguire his drums at the start really do give it a nice kick you get, you get the feeling that there's a different tone coming um, and I think lyrically it's very very tongue-in-cheek. Very tongue-in-cheek. Good and good. Oh, with the greatest backing vocals <laughs> ever. Coming up with ideas and uh, you just you just hear it in your mind when you're playing. Because you know, I'm covered and cool. Covered and cool. Yeah, yeah of course. it does. No, it works. It's just having, having that, we'll not take... the harmony, just, just like copying the sort of, yeah. Doo-wops. Uh, I want my doo-wop girls. He wants his doo-wop girls. On either, on either, on either side of the stage. <laughs> yes. So, Covered in COVID, that's a solid song. In fact, actually, I think somebody... <laughs> I remember somebody coming up to me going, Man, that song was amazing. Like, what was it called? Covered in COVID. And they like, had no idea. It's <laughs> like, oh my God, is that... Yes, don't, it's about what you think it's about years. Don't let the title... Uh, don't let it draw you into yeah. some sort of yeah. political thing it's yeah. really not again it's no. it's more tongue in cheek it's more using the visual of a virus as like actually being human uh, introduce Covered in Covid so the next song is called Covered in Covid that's just how it is hit get, it get into the groove <laughs>
Subway Serenade song years back and it just didn't work but I was in the in the right zone and whatnot. What so was this, this is one of the newer ones yeah yeah this is one uh, of the newer you ones you send this one in the first batch no you I did this one a lot later yeah I, I wrote it and recorded it on something called Garage Band which shout out to Chris from Loose Booty who taught me how to use it and I really need to go back on it and do some stuff with it but I I would record something usually about two takes or something and then I would just send it out to people who wanted to listen and I sent this one out to my friend James who lives in Jinhua and he was like Pembo which is my nickname that's as close to a perfect song as you've done I'm like thank you very much because mm. when you finish them you don't. I find that you don't really think much of it mm. unless it's one where you personally go oh a bit like the last song on the CP we'll get to that later but yeah it was I'm trying to think what there's a song that I would listen to that inspired it. 
So and you I sent, don't know what it is. You sent this through the same time as uh, one of our other songs that we play that's not on the EP, Hell. You yes. Sent, you, sent, you sent these two songs, Subway Serenade and Hell. Yeah. And Subway Serenade was... I liked that one a little bit more than yeah. Hell. So we threw that in with the COVID and reality. Yeah. And they were three songs... That we played, I think. They were, uh, yeah. Very early on. They were. But again, just like covered in COVID, um, the drums, I'll just put my bit in there. The drums, uh, it doesn't sound like they did. They help, though. Again, they help. They really do. But like covered in COVID and the reality, all all of them really, um, they don't sound like how you, you bring them in and I sort of, you know, Take it, it in a different direction. But yeah, exactly. And it's in take you, you take it in a direction that maybe I wouldn't have previously thought possible. And it's like, oh, this can go a bit louder. Mm. This is this can be a bit heavier or this can be a bit lighter or something. Mm. Or there can be a stop here and whatnot. But yeah, I like it. Uh, it's a very, very simple song to understand. It's about um, doing the 6am commute on the subway or doing the rush hour commute and just seeing somebody across the way who just makes your mind wander a little bit it's never personally happened to me but I, I, I like the idea of it and the backup vocals are superb so when I first I wanted to <laughs> one of my first lyrics were serenade fucking serenade yes. yeah 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 and I don't know why but I just I've always done it live. Yes. But when I recorded it, it was like, oh, should I swear? Should I? And you're like, no. So I didn't. But that's the good thing about coming to see us live. Yeah. It's never. Yeah. What you hear And it was high, high, high. Serenade, fucking serenade. Because you, you've got your your pitch, and yeah. I don't want to be the same. No. Or I don't want to be under. Yeah. So it sounds better when I have that high stands out but when I do it my normal voice it just it's a little anyway yeah I like it I love it I'm gonna go back to the high high serenade fucking serenade even to the point where I want to join in but it's like (laughs) no I should leave it for leave it to the Maguire to do that and then I just focus on everything else I also love the fact that the bridge and the chorus are exactly the same chord wise. Mm. It was also about like how many how many subway based puns can I put in there? <laughs> and the lines are a date. Genius. The second to last track on the EP, my personal favourite, Subway Serenade. Sold it. A one, two, three. Kick it! <laughs> Waiting on the platform for the train It's 6am on the morning parade There's a fear hanging over me As I start my evil journey Just to make a stupid amount of change From across this crowded carriage I 
participation bit yeah I was crying out for one like uh, it's the fact that it's a finale song in some shows I knew for right from the start that that whole late the, the chorus bit would would work <laughs> and it was just a matter of 
playing it enough to get the yeah. everyone to sort of realize that, that this is like a crowd participation yeah an a i saw it's a bluesy it's just a bluesy yeah. just a jazz blues. yeah because when we when we started playing it we had a keyboardist and it, it, it definitely not that evening when the song was made we didn't know that everyone can dance to they they can jump up and down they and you go home singing yeah lady maybe it's the one where it's the one for me where it's the last song of a set but it would also for me personally be if we were making singles and music videos for them which you never know that's something we may look to explore but that would be the one that I would start with first now uh, opinions may change slightly or we might think another song would be better to do that too but for me Lady Maybe would be the one where it's like Boom! If you want, if you want, basically, the very essence of what makes this whole full throttle thing work, it is in that song. In fact, it's in this whole EP, to be honest, because hmm. I don't think you can put a particular label on it. Because we've got the stadium rock aspect covered. We've got it's not, and to be, it's not just straight up rock and roll. We've got we've got like influences from a whole bunch of places. Like I said, COVID was garage rock meets Motown. Mm. Lady Maybe is straight up blues rock with yeah. uh, just 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 uh, with with a nice cheeky one liner and two. Reality is my homage to Green Day and there's there's no we basically went into the treasure chest of musical genres and picked some stuff. Let's talk about the the backing vocals. Of Lady Let's Lady. talk about the best part of the entire song, <laughs> and I am not just saying that. Oh God! So <laughs> there's people, people that have come up to me that I haven't even known, and they said, that, like they said, you know, you singing that lady maybe just made me smile. And to be honest, it makes me giggle every time. Yeah, it, it does. Oh, it does. Yeah. So <laughs> there in practice when we've come up with it. And I'm about to get to the chorus. Like, oh, lady, maybe. And then right on cue is there going, a lady, maybe. I had to stop playing for a good 10 minutes. Because one, it was funny. But in but also it was like, it's funny, but he's onto something. And again, I think, again, it's these little things with, with Mr. Maguire that actually make the song what it is. And again, I'm not just saying that to be nice because he's sat across from me and he's invited me onto his podcast for the one thousandth time. Um, it's, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. If those backing vocals weren't in there, and believe me, I've played this song without backing vocals, it sucks. It's just needed. That was the thing I was looking forward to about him coming back. It was, oh, Lady Maybe can have backing vocals again. <laughs> The no whole, one else could whole, do it because, like you. Because the chorus, the chorus of that song is the whole, the whole song. Yeah. Lady, maybe. Um, if that's not there, yeah, I don't even think it gets a start on the EP. No, it doesn't. If that, it, it, yeah, if it didn't have the backing vocals, it wouldn't be a song. It wouldn't be. The it. Whole, but the whole you you coming up with the lady maybe bit. Yeah. And then swapping it around with the. What is it? The Chubby Checker or the Fats Dominoes? Lady, maybe. Would you be my baby, baby? So, it's... it's But again, it just... We played it. 
it fitted, fitted, it, it just just fitted in naturally. Just. I still get a buzz playing it. I st- mm. I still love it. It's my. I don't, I, I don't think uh, long term. I don't think it'll be a, a, a closer. No. For forever. No. Uh, with full throttle, I think full throttle will be an opener for a while. For a while. I don't think Lady Maybe will be a closer forever, but no. at the moment... It works. If, if it, it, What is it? If it's not broken, don't fix it. Yeah, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> you know, one of your friends trying to find it on... Uh, oh! Shout out to Kate, who has unfortunately gone back to the United States. We miss you. Come back. Um, we played a show at Loafers once, and... Um, I uh, I sent her a message afterwards going, oh, yeah, thanks for coming to the show. It was great to see you. She went, oh, you guys are amazing. But that song, Lady Maybe, uh, you know, um, what, no, she was like, what was that? What was the name of that baby-making song you sang? Because, <laughs> another story, before we play this song, we were in, when we were practising once, Craig said it was baby-making music. And so when we played a show at YYT, I said in front of us, baby-making music. It, you know, whether it be from the sky or from the area that babies come from, it's what it is. So now it's just a running thing of this next song is baby making music. Hard hats and drip trays will be served <laughs> during this song. So the first four rows you may get. <laughs> <laughs> you may need an umbrella. <laughs> so we, so she sends me this message going, what was the name of that baby-making song that you played uh, last night? And I went, oh, it's called Lady Maybe. Uh, all right. Sends me a message later going, I can't find it on Spotify anywhere. Who's it by? I went, the reason you can't find it on Spotify, my dear, is because we wrote it. She was like, what? No way. And I was like, oh, my God. Yes. To me, that's, that, to me, that's pretty awesome, I think. Yeah. If you're there searching on Spotify to find a song and you realise, actually, hang on a second, it's not even on there. Hopefully soon, though. It's going to be on Bandcamp on Friday, though. Bandcamp on Friday. Bandcamp on Friday and then the world. (laughs) Hopefully on Spotify by next week. Oh, excellent. I don't know how you do all these things. I leave the technical stuff to Podcast Man over it. I just turn up and play. Got a real groovy, groovy sort of... Slow tempo, catchy. It is, and without further ado, the last song on the EP is "Lady Maybe," and again, hard hats and drip trays, (laughs) full throttle branded, of course, will be served during this song. Um, We we hope you love it. Enjoy. Time for some baby making music, right? Yeah. Legs eleven. Dreaming of Is this a case of the moon 
Us if we want to do shows, uh, 16th we're at Seas Bar. Yes, 17 we're at. We are we are not as ourselves. Akimbo, Akimbo Cafe Lab, yeah. um, and it's going to be open to the public, but uh, we can only invite certain people. There is a fee to come uh, to this show. It's going to be all covers. We may be able to play a couple, maybe one or two originals. It's, it's going to be, be acoustic. Covers. And we're all going to be dressed up. So you're... David Bowie. Ziggy, Ziggy 
you start us. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the star man himself. If they can find a costume that fits me, I'll be very impressed. And I'm going to be uh, Michael Jackson in the thriller the thriller era. And then so 16, 17, 21 uh, at YYT. YYT. Yes. 24th at uh, Della Muses. And 8th of August, uh, Loafers, as far as I'm aware, Snuff Disco and Receiver. Oh, so that's yes! That's going to be a killer. We're playing with Snuff? Ki- awesome! Killer, killer show, 8th of August. So, you get asked all the time, I'm going to ask you, why don't we have a bass player? Why has it been so casual that we don't have a bass player? That's that's the question. Because at once upon a time, you were very used to how it was, and I completely. And to be fair, I went through the whole thing of like, it could be like the black keys, you know, the black Everybody keys. Everybody asks me. That's the first thing they say when I go to a, a show. Well, oh, hey, how you doing? Uh, so you got a bass player yet and, and full uh, full throttle? The answer is no. But you will hear bass on the CP because mm. I did it, and yes. if I could split myself in two places, I would. But. I just, I just tell them I think it's a bit of a comfort thing for you. There's no rush. Yeah. We're just, we're happy just doing this. That's not to say that I don't want one. Cause yeah, no, that's I, right. No, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, when if, I place if we, me, if we have, if we find somebody yeah. that that fits in, and the commitment is the big word. That's the thing. We need, we we need somebody who will actually want to do it, the, not the, someone who'll turn up and then be like, someone oh, that can. Come in. I mean, we're playing maybe maybe getting into sixty uh, cover songs. Yeah. With our cover set. Yeah. And then on top of that, they'll have to learn fifteen original, yeah. fourteen, fifteen original songs. Jesus, is it fifteen? <sighs> so there's a bit of pressure there. There is. You're committed to practicing once a week, and yeah, I keep telling these people like these, um, you know, cover shows are, yeah. are good money. They are. If we find a bass player that sort of fits our style, it needs. It's not just about fitting the style. They need to fit the vibe. If you come yeah. in and can play all the songs brilliantly, but you're as dull as dishwater, I yeah. don't want to know. It's a commitment thing. As it well. is like, like just Craig and I would would work together if we didn't get on. It wouldn't. It wouldn't work. But right. it's just. <laughs> but that just goes to show. Like if I I I genuinely owe a lot to this man sat across from me. I, I feel like it clicks and like and I've said this to him thousands of times he could play with anybody he could have played with somebody who's a lot more musically talented and who's a lot more of a busybody than me but he still turns up and wants to jam and wants to do shows and still keeps suggesting shows and you know is receptive to new songs and things like that so you know I'm very grateful and I'm extremely lucky. So there you go. That's my that's my that's my compliment to you, sir. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Last words. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast, um, and thank you also very much for streaming the EP. If you do, or just take even if you just took a thirty second interest, that's thirty seconds in my back pocket, which I'm a fan of. I can't stress enough. How it's been, as he said many times, it's been two years in the making. Mm. He's recorded music in Australia before. I've never done it. This is my first time, and I'm really hoping that it's the start of quite a lot. So, from the bottom of my heart, I can't even begin to fathom how grateful I am. 
All right. Thanks for coming over, mate. You're welcome, sir. Let's have a jam on Thursday. Let's do it. And uh, let's let's rock out this EP lunch. Hi, I'm Tony Fair, founder of Victorian Grooming Company. Is your beard feeling dry or the skin underneath itchy? Maybe you'd rather soften and tame your beard instead. Our classic collection of beard oils, balms, and soaps will leave your beard looking, feeling, and smelling amazing. And if you prefer shaving, our pre-shave oils and shave soaps will give you a smooth and razor burn free shave. Handmade in Edmonton with natural ingredients, visit victoriangrooming.com.